This is the Horror Vision podcast where um, two uh, moderately dumb people talk about horror movies. Um, hopefully entertainingly, but most likely not. I don't know. But I am John Hunter. Uh, I made the podcast. I do all the work. Um, and then Boog shows up and then just acts like an idiot for anywhere between 40 minutes to an hour. Um, so, Boog, let him know who you are. Alright, so I am Boog. Um, I am extremely dumb, and I'm here to give reviews on movies that I don't understand. That's so, a... uh, Boog, I would equate you to like the average moviegoer. Everybody's dumb anymore. I'm not saying that I'm not dumb, but I would like to think I'm slightly less dumb than the average person. Uh, I don't know. All I can say, the only, the only, uh, the only reason why I kind of belong here is I really enjoy movies, and I've seen a shit ton of them. That's true. That is true. Um, maybe maybe I, you are qualified. Kind of qualified. I, I, Semi-qualified. I don't know. I am Dylan Boog, and I have terrible opinions, but let's get into my opinion. <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, now that we got the incredibly awkward uh, intro out of the way, um, we'll go into the movie that we saw. Was that uh, last night? Was that Friday, Saturday? Last Saturday, Sunday, Sunday. That was two. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was last night then. All right. Yeah. yeah um, we, we try to make plans to get a seat earlier, but, you know, life happens. <laughs> hey, shit happens. Here we are. All right, so uh, the movie we're going to talk about today is Crawl. It is a movie about alligators. Oh, it's not an alligator. It's a crocodile. Let's get that straight. No, it's an al- it's alligators. It's Florida. Uh, whatever. So you're telling me you just watched a, what is it, like an hour and a half movie about alligators trying to eat people, and you thought it was a movie about crocodiles trying to eat people? Well, you know... Uh, tomato, tomato. <laughs> no, that's not how that worked. It, the, so the movie started out, like, referencing it. She went to the University of Florida, whose mascot is Boog. Uh, Florida uh, Crocodile. No, Florida Gators, you piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, it was alligators. Anyway, so... Yeah. Um, the movie, uh, it's like a disaster film. Um, basically, uh, daughter goes to see her father uh, to see how he's doing in a Category 5 hurricane, um, which, if you're not familiar with hurricanes, is is high on the category that it goes. I don't think it goes high. I actually could be wrong. I could be lying yeah, about let that. Let me sum up hurricane scale for yeah, you. Break a a little, break, yeah, because that's why everyone came here to talk about hurricanes, but come on. All right, yeah, but like if you know, if you do know the information, I would like to know how high categories of hurricanes go. Um, You want, uh, all right. No, I don't want to actually know, Book. I'll Google it later. I actually do want to know. But, (laughs) um, so anyway, uh, directed by, and I have trouble saying this dude's name. He has directed some pretty good horror movies, but it's Alexandre Aja. Aja, I don't know. Anyway, his last name is spelled A J A. Um, and it's like, I don't actually know like the technical word for it, but the let his last name's not Aja, Asia, whatever it is. It's actually, he's French and, 
um, it's like his actual like three like major name points together. I think it's like Alexander Jean Arcady, and that just summed down as AJ. So if you ever had that book, like you just have, would have some stupid last name, but his seems pretty cool. Pretty cool, pretty French. Um, he's directed, uh, I don't know if you've seen these ones, a pretty good high tension, has a pretty cool twist at the end. Um, like a Not slasher type flick. You should watch that one. It's pretty good. He mm -hmm. did the remake of The Hills Have Eyes, which call me crazy, but I kind of like it better than the original. It was pretty good. I've only seen pieces of the first one. Uh, all I remember when I first saw the remake of it, what was that? Mid 2000s, early 2000s. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it came out of 06. I was scared to death. Yeah, they, he did I was, really I was that one's then, like, but. That was like during the height of like the the remakes where they're like super gritty, like kind of gr so gross that it makes you want to take a shower. Like, yeah, almost too real. I like a little yeah. bit of like campy in in my movies, which this movie we're gonna talk about definitely has. So I do like that. Um, he did mm -hmm. Mirrors, which wasn't bad, uh, with Kiefer Sutherland. Um, he did the Piranha remake, Piranha 3D, which that was a fun movie. Um, you ever see that one? That one was kind of ridiculous. No, I actually haven't. Is that the one that's coming? Apparently there's a movie that's supposed to release uh, like this week or next week called uh, Piranhas. Yeah, so you're say you're thinking that he directed this movie before in 2010 and it's actually releasing next week. Okay. okay. <laughs> nah, I don't want, sorry, I don't want to be that mean to you, book, but you are dumb. I just want to drive, it's our first episode, we have to drive home the point that you are in fact why, why do you, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, but check that one out too. Yeah, it, come for the movie reviews. Campy. Leave for the dill bug talking. Yeah. Super, uh, super campy, but um, good time. And then he did that one. I saw. I know I saw this one. It was on Netflix a couple years back. Horns with the dude that was Harry Potter, oh, Daniel Radcliffe. I love that movie. Yeah, he directed that one as well. I thought that was a pretty solid one. So he has a pretty good background coming into this one, and that's why when this was coming up, um. With that and the executive producer Sam Raimi, everyone knows like from the Evil Dead and Spider Man. So I had high mm -hmm. hopes for this one, and I'm not gonna tell you yet. I mean, you're gonna have to sit through to see if I liked it, but I liked it. I did, I did like this one. <laughs> so yeah, you can just shut it off now. <laughs> All right, that's it, folks. You said 40, 45 minutes to an hour. I Cut think it. it's been it the press. Yeah, we're out of here. But anyway, so um, back to this movie, um. So it stars Kea Scudelero, can't pronounce that name either, and Brian Pepper, which I can pronounce that one. Like, everyone should just have easy names like that. Like, my name's easy. John Hunter, Boog, just actually, that's just your name on your birth certificate, right? Boog, that's easy. And, yeah, Boog. And our new buddy, Brian Pepper. Um, but Kea is the daughter, um, Brian Pepper the dad. So those are going to be, like, your two main characters. So, like, you have other people briefly in it, but it, the story mostly focuses on them. Um so basically um movie starts out um with uh Kea plays Haley um she goes to the University of Florida she's on the swim team there uh she i guess is having issues in practice and stuff like that um you find out that she's having issues making her times and if she gets cut from the travel team she'll lose her scholarship so Starts out, she's not in like the best mood. Her sister um, gives her a call, 
uh, basically says, hey, I've been trying to reach our dad. Um, the There's this Category 5 hurricane. They're evacuating everybody. It's going to be hitting soon. Like, I'm just worried about him. Then you get a little bit more of the backstory. The parents are separated, divorced. Uh, the mom's out of the picture. She's has some new boyfriends, like in Paris or something like that. Um, and you get a little bit of sense that Haley and her sister Beth don't really have the best relationship. She even goes as far as saying that Beth is a lot like their dad. So it kind of reminded, like setting you up a little bit to you're going to get deeply emotional in this story. And you wouldn't expect this from a cheesy movie about giant alligators eating people, but um, they, they do develop it well. So you get a little hint of that at the beginning. Um, so long story short, Haley's leaving practice, tries calling her dad, um, isn't able to get a hold of him. So she decides, fuck it, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drive down um, from Gainesville. She said, I think, what'd she say? Like it takes about like two hours to get to yeah. where her dad lives around there. Yeah, short two-hour drive down down south to go visit her father. Yeah, so she um, basically, so she drives down to where he lives now. Uh, his truck's not there. Nobody's there. Um, and so she just she decides she's already down there. She's not going to turn around. She's going to go check their old house where they used to live. Maybe he's there. Um, so along the way, she hits a traffic block. Uh, the Florida State Police stop her there. Turns out the one guy, um, his name's Dave, he had some type of relationship with her sister before. So they stopped, briefly talk, and was like, hey, I can't let you through. We're evacuating. And she's like, all right, I'm going to turn around. Well, she doesn't turn around. Well, imagine if she did just turn around there, Bug. Like, that was the movie. You're like, oh, okay. <laughs> they can't a, go down. You'd be like, there isn't one fucking alligator in this. What the hell? Yeah, exactly. Uh, exactly. So anyway, so she blows by him. Dave's going to come up a little bit later in the story. So you will get a little bit more of Dave. Mm-hmm. And maybe the alligators will, too. Uh-oh. Uh... A little spoiler alert. A little non-spoiler alert. Uh, you'll see when we watch the podcast. You don't watch it. You, you listen to a book. And that's why I'm doing a movie review. Because I cannot <laughs> review anything else. Alright, anyway. Um, so she starts heading down there. So she gets to um, the parents' house. Um, sees her dad's truck outside. So she goes inside. Um, search around the house, calling out for him. Oh, I almost forgot the most important part. The third major character that you're going to see in this movie, like most often, um, at the condo, she picks up the family dog named Sugar. Um, so, as soon as I saw that dog, I was worried, Bug, because knowing oh, the track record with um, the directors, like how gritty and gruesome you can get in the movies, mm-hmm. um, and I don't know about you, but in any type of movie, a dog getting killed is so much more upsetting to me than any single person in any movie. So I was like, fuck, please don't kill this dog. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, you're, you're pretty cold blooded. If you decide to kill a dog during a hundred, during an hour and a half film, that's that's what I'm going to say. You know, that that's, you're the lowest of low if you do that. And if you've done that, Come fight me, bro. Yeah, so I'm wor- I was worried the second I saw the dog, but she picks him up. 
we'll let you know what happens to the dog. Hey, stay tuned. Yeah. Stay tuned. But so anyway, um, back to so they get to their old house. Um, you see a for sale sign um, out front. Um, so she's searching the house, doesn't find anything. Um, I think she sees the um, the the crawl space underneath the house. The door is open, something. So she goes down there, starts checking. Um, oh, actually, I think it was the dog that alerted her. The dog was barking. So she goes over yeah. the dog, sees the crawl space open. So she goes down to to check. Her dad's um, some type of like construction man, something like that. So she assumes maybe he was working on the house, something like that. So she gets down in the crawl space, um, using her phone, cell phone as like a flashlight. Or did she have a flashlight at that point? Anyway, she had no, some she, type of flashlight. Um, she had the flashlight on her phone. Okay. Um, so she's crawling through the crawl space, gets to the end, and sees a body slumped over. And she's like, oh, no. So she she runs up, like, well, I guess crawls up. Oh, you know what just dawned, to, dawned on me, Book? Hmm. Why the name of this movie's Crawl? <laughs> uh, I shit you not, dude. I was sitting in the theater the whole time, and I was like, what the hell does this movie have to, like, why is it called Crawl? Like, if you think Crawl, you're thinking, like, bugs creeping and crawling. I actually didn't uh, realize that either until we, until I started to prepare for this. And I was like, "Oh, you know what? It makes sense now." That so, so, so anyway, stuff. the a decent chunk, I would say, um, the I would say over half of the movie takes place down in this crawl space. Um, yep. So oh, yeah. she crawls over to her dad, um, rolls him over. He's unconscious, and then she notices this big, it looks like a scratch, a bite mark around his shoulder. So she's freaking out, um, um, starts trying to uh, drag him towards the stairs, get him upstairs. Uh, and this is where you get the first jump scare. And I know I looked over to you in the theater at this point, book, and I saw you jump a little bit. I did. Uh, jump scares they get me yeah. i'm not a big fan of jump scares but i think that um they did they weren't you didn't feel cheated about these ones in this movie which which i can appreciate that yeah um, you you had the feeling that like you know something's gonna happen it's it's a horror movie you just if you've seen enough of them you know when the music turns up you know it gets a little bit louder you know you got a little bit of hope there they're gonna get out of there and boom motherfucking alligator coming yeah. right at you blows the stairs yeah. up mm -hmm. so she's panicking um and does she get bit so there's a lot of times in this movie people are getting like bit and the alligators will let them go and stuff like that um but it's so they basically she's able to finagle it where she she drags her dad back and she, she gets back under these these pipes that are in the, the the middle of the crawl space where the alligators are too large to get to them. Um, so, uh, and the way to get there, she dropped her cell phone on the ground. One of the alligators steps on it, destroys it. Um, yeah. Basically, that's that sets you up for the... You're in it at this point. Like, shit's going down. Um... So her dad comes to a little bit, was like, hey, there's alligators down here. She's like, I kind of know now. Um, so basically, um, he's in bad shape. He's losing blood. She's panicking. 
Um, all the while, there's a Category 5 hurricane starting to hit them. Water starting to come into the basement. Um, water levels are starting to go up. Uh, the dad says there is another um, escape in the basement. I guess it was further towards the back there, so she she tried to navigate there. Um, she tries to get there. Um, she has eyes on the one alligator, basically just to make sure like hey like if it's over there i got enough time i can make it over there lightning strikes boom another jump scare wasn't one alligator in the basement there was how many book uh dose, dose. No, there, was two. there was two i was yeah. just hey i was testing it's gonna be on the test buddy i paid attention i can ace this test i got a weird memory for movies <laughs> so uh basically so she avoids that alligator um <coughs> And shimmies up between these other two pipes, and it's by the crawl space. So she gets to the crawl space. Um, she goes to lift it up, and it turns out some old furniture, like a cabinet, something's over it, so she can't get like out a, that way. Yeah, like a dresser, like an end table or something is on top of it. And she's able to lift that up about two, three inches, just enough to see the dog sitting on the... Uh, on the uh, hallway floor there but the reason why it's stopping is the end of the end table closest to the wall is bumping the crown molding which the crown molding has a straight edge on it so it's it's blocking her for her to get out of there she would either have to find a way to move that end table off a little bit or just power her way up and break the crown molding on the wall yeah, i'd like to think and, if i was in that situation who knows i mean you don't she was already a little bit banged up from kind of getting grabbed by one of the gators and and obviously she's she's like was was in some distress there but i like to think that i would just like be able to power it at least to crack it enough where i could just like kind of shimmy out or, or something like that and you also don't know how heavy the yeah, and you don't. And, and, stuff was on and it, from her point of view, she can't see what's happening. She's not sure. And and if I I did the same thing you did when I was in that movie theater, I thought, how would I get around this? Um, of course, from the third third uh, person perspective, I saw what was going on. So I thought to myself, maybe if I can reach my arm up through that crack a little bit and just shimmy that end table around a little bit, maybe I could uh, yeah, be well, able to lift that hatch. But well, let's uh, be a realistic book. You're what, 6'5"? Six, 6'6". Six, six. Yeah, you weren't 6'6". Six, six. You wouldn't be getting down to that crawl space in the first place. <laughs> yeah. That wouldn't fit. If, that, even if that would be your movie. Even if you're, like, you're like, Dad, are you down there dying? Uh, my bad. I'll, I hope you make it, bud. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. I'd, I'd go down there. I'd start crawling. I'd hit my head off a pipe, knock unconscious. I'd wake up and half my leg's gone, and there's an alligator right there. But, you know, whatever. Whatever. That's my movie. One percent on Rotten Tomato. One percent. The bug that couldn't. <laughs> the bug that couldn't. The bug that couldn't crawl. <laughs> Imagine the reviews on that. They'd be like, um, "I'm not sure what we saw here, but it wasn't good." <laughs> oh boy. All right. So they're they're back down there trying to figure out what's going on. All the while, it's starting to rain harder. Um, water's starting to come down into the basement. The dad's in pretty banged up con condition. Um. They're semi-separated in the basement now. They really can't see each other. It's a pretty big crawl space down there under, underneath the... Uh... See, that's that's the part, too, that was a little bit weird to me because I know from, like, I have relatives in Florida and stuff, and they don't have, like, basements, but now that makes sense that it was a crawl space under the house, not a basement. 
Exactly. Um, but uh, their their uh, foundations there, it's just pure sand. You know, sand and mud. It, it's it's very moist. You're not gonna have anything. So moist. the fact that it's a crawl space, it, you like that it, word. It makes moist. sense. Make, yeah, you know, I throw it around here and then <laughs> really gets the audience's attention. Moist. Uh yeah, that's part of my movie. That's the only word I can say. Oh. I'm so, like, I'm like, so while this is name. going on, um, they can kind of see, like, um, the way of the foundation, those, like, bricks, there's a little bit of, like, holes or whatever, I don't know if it's for water, what the design is, but they can kind of see out, and they, they notice um, across the street at the gas station, there is a group of three people, um, which appears from the distance to be a um, rescue like a rescue raft um you, you'd kind of see like when there's big disasters and stuff people coming house to house um and so she she uses the light that she has to, to start flashing and they actually notice it while one of the people's in the gas station so she thinks these people are a rescue people coming um it turns out that the camera goes over to them and you realize that they're actually stealing an atm from the gas station and I was thinking about that. I mean, you are really putting yourself in the risk at Category Five, but if you're willing to risk it, you could probably you could pretty much just steal anything. <laughs> especially, yeah, especially down there, Category Five. You know, it's coming in. It's going to flood the area. It's going to destroy houses. It's going to it's going to do some serious damage. If you're fine with yeah, risking so all all that can, stuff's going to be written off as a it? tax loss yeah. anyway. So it's, yeah, exactly. Hey, it's a, a victimless crime. I'm not saying our podcast doesn't con condone looting during a category five hurricane but you find yourself in the situation not saying to do it but do it we'll, we'll we'll discuss this later when there's a category four hurricane and then you know that's where it's blurring the lines it's all about yeah. how big of a hurricane it is 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 yeah anyway yeah so um she's trying to get them the guy the one guy notices um and at that point, it seems like, oh, they might come over and try to rescue them. Uh, floodwaters are about waist deep now. Um, while that person's looking uh, across the street, like saying, like, hey, like, there's someone down there in the background. And I thought this was a pretty cool shot was an alligator was already attacking the one of the other people that were with them. And he turns back to look. That person's gone under. And then, boom, he gets hit. He's down under. So the only person left is the person that was going through um, looting inside of the store. Um, and they had a pretty cool shot, too. The camera, um, like the security mirror things they have, so like the cashiers can kind of see what people are doing. That's what I think they're for. But mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. they they use the camera shot on that, and you see the guy looking to see what's going on. You see a, a, a gator swim through and turn down the aisle that he's walking in. Boom, that guy gets hit. He's out of there too. Three mm -hmm. down so far. Um, and she can kind of see this across the street and and things are getting dire. Um, then we get some uh, dialogue between the father and the daughter um, talking about how she felt inadequate about not being able to meet her swim times and stuff like that. You get a couple flashbacks too where he used to be her coach. Um, and he, he starts talking to her saying like, you have it in you, you're a winner. Like I always saw this in you, um, telling a story about when, um, Haley and her sister were younger 
and she wasn't able to do some type of swimming thing. It was like holding her breath a certain distance, stuff like that. And then he found her in the middle of the night out there practicing and stuff like that. So he knew that she has it in her that 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 they can get through. Um, so you get a little bit of that that relationship. You you get a better sense. Like the characters get developed a little bit more at that section. So pretty solid parts. Um, next big thing we get is the cops from earlier. Um, what was his name? Dave. He no, actually he... let me let me correct you there. I actually looked it up. <clears throat> Dave was the the dad. Uh, Dave was the, the dad. The father. Yeah, yeah, you're the, right. The police officer that had a relationship with the uh, with Haley, the main actor, his sister Beth. His name was Wayne. <laughs> Wayne. Yeah, he's played by Ross Anderson. Wait a second. You telling me? Is it Bruce Wayne? Nah, yeah. Unfortunately, it's not that kind of film. Okay, that would have been... Imagine that film. Alligators versus Batman. What's uh, what's Batman's one uh, villain name? The Killer Croc. Killer Croc. Oh, Crocodile. It doesn't work out. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, he got out of the film. <laughs> so, um, yeah. the cop show up. Wayne and another cop show up. Um, he comes into the house and can hear them yelling from downstairs. He comes, and he starts working his way to the basement. Um, and I guess she was trying to get his attention to come and open the, the crawl space so that that he can get out. Um, and he comes to the top of the crawl space instead of like the, the other door that she's at. And she's trying to like, don't, don't come down, whatever. And there was like a one second pause. He's like, what? And then boom, alligator snatches him up. Um, mm -hmm. Drags him down. Um, and so she, she comes out of her hiding space and tries to help him out. Other croc kind of starts to, to grab her. The dad tries to help. The dad ends up actually killing the one crocodile with the shovel that he has. Um, and... Uh, basically, so they're back under to the area they're at. The dad's kind of real messed up now. His one leg's uh, fucked up. His like bones sticking out. I tell you what, this dude gets pretty pretty beat up. In this <clears throat> film. We'll get they we'll get to get that a little bit up. later. But yeah, they get pretty beat up. Like there's a lot of stuff where you'd be like, this this person's dead. Like they'll bleed out. But you got to suspend some disbelief there. Um, so they come up with another idea. Um because there's like an emergency storm drain like that leads outside from the basement so to prevent like overflowing and stuff like that but with the the storm like there's nothing you can do there's just so much water um she she comes up with the plan that she's going to try to crawl out the storm drain get outside um and then i don't know what the really the plan was to, to get her dad out from there i guess she was just going to leave him at that point <laughs> But anyway, so she she it gets... was it was it was kind of to me it was kind of like what the hell are you doing like to me like they're super strong humans because they got bit like I don't know upwards of five to ten times each or or scratched or whatever the hell it was. What, what bothered me was the stupidity of the daughter's first first guess of how to get out of there. All right. <clears throat> everything's flooded the basement's flooded let's go to the car all right they go outside of the car 
literally five to six feet of that car is underwater. Yeah, but we're well, I mean, well, we're getting to that point. That's the point we're at now. So she decides that um, she is going to escape out of the storm drain. Like that's her last chance. The water's starting to to come up. Um, she's just gonna go for it. So she makes her way right to where the storm drain is. Um, and then she's looking around. Um, she finds one of the arms from one of the cops with his gun. Um, so she picks that up. She's looking around. She has it. She notices there is crocodile eggs there. So they're actually hatching and, and, and coming through the basement. So they actually might have been there pre-storm, things like that. Um, so she has the gun looking, and you get another jump scare here. Alligator bites onto her arm. Like latches onto her arm that has the gun sticking out, and so she starts shooting, rips, rips like the whole clip into this alligator, kills it. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go. But now her arm's like fucked up. Like I was surprised it wasn't bitten off. But now she's free, and she decides to make a break for it. So she jumps into the storm drain, goes underwater, holds her breath, swims out, makes it back up, makes it um, onto the porch there. And that's when she realizes they they can't escape by the car. They're mm-hmm. super super fucked at this point. Um, yep. All the while, the water levels are starting to to really rise. And her dad's basically underwater with his fe- face pressed up against the floor, trying to like get as much oxygen as possible. Um, so to save him from uh drowning she she grabs a crowbar starts bashing the floor busts the floor up which i remember you saying this because you're a big floor guy you got a background in flooring mm-hmm. and uh yeah. you're upset that that he wrecked the heart she wrecked the heart with here but i would say oh, it was what? either the what hardwood or her dad i know the decision you would make you would save the hardwood and not not bigger yeah, but <laughs> all of a sudden um looks like they're gonna be good and the levees break the siren goes off it was like the purge it's actually i'm pretty sure it's like the same siren from the purge which also would be pretty crazy too um i didn't think about this till the movie the whole concept of the purge like forever and many hours it is like crime legal everything like that um if there was like a natural disaster does that cancel out the purge like if you declare a state of emergency does that supersede the purge or how does that work I don't know. That that's actually a very good point. Yeah. I mean, I'll tell you like what. I wasn't ter- expecting like... to go into this movie and be thinking about things like this, but that's just a little extra they give you there. They hey, they know how to give you the extra. Would would you consider a terroristic attack or a you know natural disaster more more threatening to cancel the pur- the year's purge? Well, then would would the terroristic attack be legal then? Since well, it's, it's not dirt. It's not during the purge. It's like, like the, the, it's a tragic event that's causing the purge to like be canceled this year. All right, so that that's our question: Can the purge be canceled? Hey, put a pin in that. We're never probably gonna ever come back to that, but maybe. Well, yeah, um, if they make another purge, maybe. I think they are. I'm not sure if they are, but I think they are. I know one actually just released. I think it was early this year. Uh, that might have been no, maybe, last. It, maybe it was that last was, year. It was the first purge. It was a prequel. Was that that one was actually pretty solid. Uh, I actually haven't seen. It wasn't too bad. Um, so they get in there. The sirens go off. Levees break, and just a huge wave of water comes rushing in. Um, and there's not much they can do. It hits their boat. They brace for it, and it just 
launches them right back into their house. They bust through the window. They're back in the house. Yes. Um, so they start uh, panicking a little bit. The, the dad's able to make it over towards the stairs. Um, gators in the house chase them now. The daughter is able to swim. She swims in the bathroom. Uh, really cool set piece here where you see in the commercials where she's hiding in the shower. Um, she does the, that cool maneuver where she tricks the gator into the shower, um, does the, the jump kick, and and pops herself over, traps him in the shower. Pretty cool. No big deal. Yeah, it's actually pretty skillful. Um, Especially after she's been bitten in like, the legs and the arms and all banged up. Yeah. She uses the soap dish as a kickoff point, and I'm surprised she used her right leg, and that was a leg that she first got bit at, and it did some serious damage. Enough to be doing flips and shit, so she's out of there, mm-hmm. makes it back. Um, and so they collected some of the their like emergency supplies, like the these flares and stuff like that. Um, and I don't know. Like, so I can't remember if the dad. Um, I can't remember if he. So he, the fuse I, I just, one that got the flares. Yeah, he. I know he had the flares. Yeah, honestly, I forget how. So I know he had the where he kept I just looked like the next big thing. So basically, I just know, like, so he had a flare, and he was holding it, and one of the caters comes up and just bites his arm right off, just takes it clean off. Um, so she's able to, to drag him upstairs. They're, um, they're at the, there's like an attic level in the upstairs. Um, and so so basically he's up there bleeding. You think like, oh, this, this dude's fucked now bleed out they put a tourniquet on his arm but like situations like that like you're still losing a ton of blood he's still kicking though he's still going um and they hear a helicopter so they got the flares they're gonna try to to flag it down she goes to the window on the upstairs and the water's almost like three quarters of the way up on the window and you see it at the same time this gator's coming right at her bust the glass Mm -hmm. boom inside things are looking bleak and basically this gets us to uh the spoiler so we're going to uh stop here real quick take a little break but not really a break i'm actually going to edit out that i even said that <laughs> that's the power of editing book <laughs> it's uh basically we'll flip flip here before we get to the spoilers the ending we'll talk about the characters a little bit so three main characters Haley daughter Dave the dad and you got sugar the dog um the dog Wayne, we'll start with Wayne's, the... Wayne has kind of some importance yeah you got a little bit of more background he he seemed pretty likable so Wayne the cop um from the beginning and the one that unfortunately gets eaten because that's what he was basically in the movie for um yeah. he was likable he was always mentioned they like hey does your sister ever talk about me stuff like that um so he was like set up to be like, oh, this this cool guy, maybe he'll he'll have a bigger role later. But his role was to get eaten, so not too much character there. Um, but what I did think was very strong in the movie, um, 
and it really comes out. It, uh, you, you through the time where they're trapped in in the crawl space there, um, you really find out a lot more about the the dad and the daughter, um, just from them talking, and and you get a good sense of their character. So I thought they were really well fleshed out. Um, I thought they were casted well. Uh, the girl Kaya, she I haven't seen her really in anything else. Um, she seems familiar to me. Yes, yeah, I was going to ask did. you. Let me, let me uh let me double check and see if she was in here that I might know. She was in Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man Tell No Tales. Yes, that's what I was thinking of. Oh, I know where I saw her. She was recently in Maze um, Runner as well. Yeah, but uh she was in that the Netflix movie, um, with Zach Efron, extremely wicked, shockingly evil and vile. And that movie was it was okay, but that's why she looks familiar. So she might she might be coming up in a few more things, but I thought she she did an excellent job there, um, as well as your uh, your boy uh, Peppers there. Yeah, <laughs> he um he was solid. He was believable as the dad, and and they just had a good relationship there. But I just I I think they did a, a solid job of of fleshing their characters out in like the, mm -hmm. those little down moments because this is. A tight 87 minute movie um and for the most part be before the i would say about 10 15 minutes set up it's like in your face and but there's those little down moments where it lets the characters develop and i thought they did a really solid job with that um and then that brings to the the last character sugar the dog cute looking dog but man the dog is just barking all the time just all bark. the time that's all the dog does is just bark and bark like no one's ever like shut up shut up sugar i don't know if you can blame the dog because personally alligator crocodiles it's the type of dinosaur i'd be terrified to, to see that thing coming at me that's true that's what else is the dog gonna do try to get down there and fight him he should have went for help yeah like go get help we're, <laughs> we're dying dude the dog's not lucy what do you expect to happen all right so that's that's your your main breakdown of the the main characters there mm -hmm. um so basically if you um don't want to know the ending of the movie or any of these spoilers coming up here um i would say skip ahead probably 10 minutes or so um but basically we're gonna go into the ending here book let's do it all right you're ready. hey are you ready uh you know I, was, I thought i was born ready but I don't think you can be born uh, ready for a movie that came out 22 years after your uh, your life started. So you'd be you'd be surprised. All right, so where do we leave off? So the they break through upstairs. The alligators up up top there. Um, and, and yeah, this is when, when it was like you know what, like this is like I don't know if you can survive this, but. How much do you know about actual alligators, Bug? I actually looked up some alligator facts to uh, prepare for this. So I'd like to think I know nothing. Because I only went out to one web page, there's a whole bunch of ads, and I only read the, the headlines of some facts. Yeah. Alright, so that didn't really add anything to it. But basically I was going to say, because this is actually something alligators do, and usually at this point this is where you're you're fucked. So when that one of the alligators that busts through the window um, in the upstairs there. So while this is going on, the dad and the dog make it up to the attic, which isn't underwater yet. Um, mm -hmm. 
so they're up in the attic um and they're able to get out onto the roof um mm -hmm. she is still submerged in the water with the alligators the one alligator grabs her by the arm and does the maneuver the death roll and so what alligators do when they get their prey in the water they do death rolls and they that's when they lock on they got the locking jaw they do the roll turn them over basically drowning their prey what they do after that is they actually take their food and wedge it under a log and they'll leave it there for like a day or so so it tenderizes but basically at this point it's looking like she's going to get wedged under something they're going to come back and eat yeah. her in a little bit but yeah she mm -hmm. manages to maneuver out of this death roll stab the fucking alligator in the eye with a flare swim out the, the busted out window and make it out to the house another alligator comes up almost eats her get, gets washed away she makes on the roof um and then she did gets you a, see what wash that alligator away i actually couldn't tell what it was so so she got stuck she tried to grab the gutter to get up onto the roof mm -hmm. the gutter separated from the roof a little bit and the gator came right at her and she was able to use the the gutter to protect herself from the alligator okay i don't know that because I, I, yeah like it I said, happened I so fast so i wasn't yeah. really sure we'd have to, to watch that again but then it had a good callback to a flashback earlier where like when she was a young girl um, and her dad reached down after after she lost some type of race or something like that and was able to, to pull her pulled his daughter up out of the water and was like gave her some type of speech. And then this the dad was on the roof and even though he only has one arm, lost a ridiculous amount of blood, his bones sticking out of his leg, he grabs a hold of her hand before she falls off the roof, pulls her up. So they're back up on the roof. Um the helicopters flying over, which I said this in the theater, helicopters can't fly in hurricane-type winds. That's just how. That's uh, just how helicopters the, work. The rotor blades work on a helicopter. But hey, just suspend your your belief for a few minutes here. Um, yeah. And it looks a little bit wobbly. It's coming, but she lights the flare. They notice her, and then boom, cuts to black credits. And that's where I was a little bit surprised. It was like they just sliced the end off, like. I would have yeah, liked to see them maybe got in a helicopter or if you wanted to go real bleak, just have the helicopter crash into the water. And then uh, this, this is probably how I would end it. Hel helicopter crashes in the water. They're like, Oh no. And then it's a pan up shot of them on the roof as water starting to come up over towards the top of the roof. And it's the, those three dad, daughter, dog on the roof and the water's closing in alligators are circling around the house and boom, then you fade to black. That's how I would have ended it super bleak, but I don't know. I don't have an issue with this ending. It just it just happens so fast. Like from the point where that alligator busts through the window till they're on the roof and flagging down a helicopter, that happens all in like a minute and a half. Like it's a lot to to digest in that quick amount of time. It is. Um, the only so I like the ending, but also it was very bleak. You know, it just it happened really fast. You well, see that's the not helicopter. Bleak. bleak would have been if the helicopter wouldn't have made it, but like it was. It was just so. It was like a blur. I just, just caught you, uh, blur. caught you blind. So like, I wasn't expecting it just yeah. to end. It. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, personally, I like a movie that, uh, you know, it shows, uh, it shows them not not necessarily getting rescued, but it has like an after scene that, just a reassurance moment that you see, like, you know what? Yeah, they made it safe and sound, and the dad's kind of adapting to not having it on no more. <laughs> Maybe he has you know, a robot arm, and then they make Crawl 2. He's just punching the shit out of alligators with a robot arm. I'd go back to the theaters and see that book. 
you know, I, I told you about my, uh, my uh, hook, hook, uh, what was it? Hook two theory, you know, they set this perfectly up to have a, Oh, that was pretty, yeah. You could, you can talk about that. Um, you were saying that in the car ride back and I, I actually thought I didn't really think about that, but that definitely might've been like, uh, an homage to that a little bit. Cause they do have that one scene. I did notice his watch during that, but I never put two and two together. Cause that arm that he had the watch on, that's the one that the alligator ripped off and ate. Yeah, exactly. So, so earlier in the film, the father started to realize, wow, this basement's definitely going to flood and it's flooding fast. So him being a contractor, him having some, I'm assuming some, uh, common knowledge when it comes to hurricanes, stuff like that. Like he's been like, he's been there before he takes out his tape measure and he, you know, takes it down all the way to the bottom of the crawl space floor. And he's measuring how high the water is. And he's watching his watch at the same time to see how fast it's filling up. Um, so after that, you know, they get upstairs and like John previously said, uh, an alligator came up out of nowhere and just ripped his arm off. And my first thought was That was something chuckle. we didn't really talk about too. I like, so it didn't just take it right off. Like it pulled and it like shredded his arm back, like busted the bone and then ripped it off. And it was like, it, it looked pretty, pretty wild. Like that, that's something in this too. We'll talk about that in a few minutes when we get to the good yeah. and the bad, but yeah. Yeah. The biting, the biting off of his arm wasn't like you cutting Play-Doh with a knife. It wasn't that clean. Like he, he it looked like the, a believable, the like, arm. Oh shit. Like yeah. that guy got his arm bit off. Yeah, he pulled pulled the arm back a direction your arm shouldn't be able to bend, and his arm didn't bend that way, and the alligator just slowly ripped off his arm. Uh, but my my first reaction to that was a little chuckle, because if everyone, I'm assuming everyone's heard the story of Peter Pan, how uh, uh, Captain Hook was terrified of alligators, and every time an alligator was nearby, uh, he heard the clicking of a clock. Well, like I said, my first reaction was hook two because oh, the alligator just took his arm, took the took the watch that was on his arm, and now he doesn't have an arm, so he's a reason to get a hook hand. <laughs> well, I mean, so, it wasn't just like his hand was gone. His whole arm was gone. Well, you know, she put a hook on that bad boy. We got hook two. Maybe, maybe Will Smith can be uh, Robin Williams in this one. I, I I, I'd see that. I would see that. <laughs> get, 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 take my money. I will see that. <laughs> All right. So let's go so, into our uh, our good, our bad, what we liked about it, what worked, what didn't. Um, first, the good. I thought the relationship between the dad and the daughter, we talked about it a little bit earlier. I thought that made the movie. Like on, on the surface, this is like, a bee creature feature monster movie um cool concept but kind of like cheesy you know but i think what really made the movie and really sold it made it worth watching was that how they developed and how it played out the the relationship between um the father and the daughter i thought they did an excellent job on that um like i was saying a few seconds ago the concept that, that's that's a great concept you really haven't seen that done before like you've seen different disaster movies things like that but trapped in a hurricane 
there's nowhere to go, especially a hurricane of that magnitude. Rescue can't get to you for a while. Like, look back to, like, Hurricane Katrina and stuff like that where people were out on their roofs for, for days and, and things like that. And that's, like, a scary situation when nature's in control and you're not in control and then to have those alligators out there, that's a total, totally reasonable thing that could happen. Crazy concept, but it, it could happen. So I thought the relationship, the concept overall in the movie was great um also i thought the gore even though there was some cgi gore and stuff like that, i thought it was done in a believable way and it, and it looked good like that the effect with the leg where it was busted and the bone was sticking out that's like you see that oh that makes you cringe that's like um what was the one basketball player we were watching that one game the one time that he came down and his leg busted for uh the celtics Oh, uh, Gordon Hayward. Yeah, the Gordon. bone just like comes out of his leg. For for him, for him, you saw his, uh, you saw his like foot go to the side. You didn't see a bone because it was covered well, up by. His there sock. was the one in the college a few years back where you guys actually saw yeah. the like it was like it that. Was... But so it looked that looked really the effect was great there. Um, yeah. The effect on his arm when the alligator bit it off, but like kind of like pulled it back. Like I thought they did a good job with the gore in this movie. So my big three goods relationship, um, the overall concept, and the, the gore. Mm -hmm. So my three good things that I'd say, I definitely put the, uh, the uh, relationships, the human relationships that they built uh, it's from the beginning of the movie and towards the end of the movie. Um, and how they reflected on it and how it built the personality of the characters um, with the daughter and the father's relationship. Do you um, think, too, that that was with their pacing? Like, it's they're not overextending things, lingering on too long. Like, they had really good pacing with that, too. Like, it just hit the notes, and within the time they had, they just they hit it right. They found the sweet spot there. They did, and they didn't, they didn't rush to get the... Uh, to you know, to get all that information out, they broke it up in sections. Yeah. Um, you yeah. got a little bit of the you know who the father, daughter, and the daughter, sister, or the other daughter were, um, and then you got a little bit of the background. You got yeah, a it was just a little bit like there. in those segments, but they they gave you just enough. They gave you the right amount. Like yeah. they they found that sweet spot. Yeah. Um, a second. Let me see. I know what my third one, my third good thing was that I liked a lot, but I want, I want to save that for the third. The well, it doesn't necessarily have to be three. It's just however many you, you feel. But I, I just I, I, I just narrowed it down to those three because I th thought those were the three big ones like that, that really worked for me. Well, then, so I won't have a, I won't have three. I'll just have two. The second one that I thought was um, really unexpected for me was the production value. Honestly, I came into that movie thinking, wow, this is a super cheesy horror film. Alligators attacking, who gives a damn? You know, it's going to be low budget, low production. You know, here it is. I, you know. I think the previews didn't do it any favors. Like, I remember a couple months no. back when we saw previews in theaters. I remember... Um, 
some of the people we were with, they're like, oh, that looks god-awful. And I remember seeing it, and I was like, yeah, but, like, I, I kind of want to see where this goes. Like, yeah. I, but, like, I, I, yeah, I agree with that. Like, coming into it, I don't think I had really high expectations because um, just, like, some of their marketing, their trailers, I, I didn't think it really it did it justice there. Yeah, that and honestly, it's horror films itself. There's so many good ones, but at the same time, there's twice, three times as many bad ones. Yeah, you know, horror films are hit or miss. And we're know? in a time right now where horror is huge. Like you see it all the time. Like, yes, um, movies are coming out. Like it, the Halloween sequel last year, making all the money. Um, yeah, people are actually putting the time and care into these movies yeah. and and mm -hmm. actually developing solid stories and it's a it's a great time for horror movies but like you said like anyone could throw something together and cgi some bullshit and throw it out in a couple months so and, yeah and call it a movie you know mm -hmm. so to, to me that was that was the big one because of that um it really it really stepped up the movie in my rankings um you know that that, that made it a, you know a much it made it a watchable film and thankfully the director the writers everything like that finished the deed and they made it a enjoyable film for me yeah. to watch i think that's a good i think i think that's that's spot on but you know what i'm speechless man you like you really did me proud there bud yeah don't roll your dice on me and bet that i'm gonna do it again though i'm not gonna roll anything on you <laughs> yeah it fall right off i get you all right what was your last when you said you had three of them no, just the two. I okay. couldn't think of a third one. It was a good movie, but for some reason, I can't think of a third one that's really come to mind. And yeah, no worse. All right, so let's get into the bad. Um, I would say what I what didn't work in this movie for me, um, and maybe it was budgetary or or things like that. Some of the CG just looked really cheesy to me. Like obviously, you can't have um real alligators swimming around actors and things like that um but it's yeah. like animatronics or like uh physical props like that's always gonna it's there's that uncanny valley where if if you try too hard with cg it's gonna look fake like you gotta find a happy ba uh, balance but there really wasn't too many physical props in this so i think if maybe they would have mixed in a few few more um that would have really like made the cgi a little bit more believable but some of it just really didn't work for me um yeah no no i i definitely agree with that the, the for some reason i always look for cgi and if it's bad cgi i can tell you know it, it's yeah. well, sticks that's out. The, it's so much cheaper it's so much with the the computer technology we have now so much more financially viable to, to do the cgi but if it's not done right it's 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 like you it's, said, it's noticeable. Um, yeah, but it's, it, it didn't necessarily ruin it for me. Like I understand coming from from where it was, but I, I definitely think that could be improved. Um, yeah, and I then, mean, yeah, and then um, the other one that I have an issue with, I I love the pacing, like we were talking about before, but that that ending was so abrupt. And and like you were saying, like I, I kind of like so if you're gonna have a happy ending, like see have that little little 
10, 10 minute ending there where you, you see the characters afterwards and how they've dealt with the situation, um, how their relationships grown, like how, how the situation affected them. If you're going to go happy or if you're going to go bleak, like what I was thinking with the ending where the helicopter, because that helicopter did look like it might crash. Like it didn't look like it was coming in clean. It was definitely um, swerving. Yeah. Like if that was going to crash and have that bleak ending, like you, you can do that. Like, so just maybe a little bit closure, like how these events finally played out. Like they, she rips that flare, the helicopters in the background, boom, black screen. Like mm-hmm. it's kind of left me hanging there, but but that I had an issue. It didn't didn't ruin it for me. So that's that's what I like. I like with the bad here. It didn't ruin it for me. But that's mm-hmm. just some of the few things. I the only real two things I had issues with. Um. So, but yeah, not nothing too too crazy for the bad there. So, I will have. So I have three points to touch on for my bad. Um, I do agree with the ending. Like I said, I prefer an ending if it's a happy one that it has a what, what's it called, epilogue or something. Yeah, like epilogue. That. Yeah. So so it shows a little bit of uh, the adaption, the overcoming, you know. And, and if they wanted to, um, in a good movie, it could have a little uh, little cutscene at the end where something's like, you know, this isn't the end, you know, something like yeah. that. Um, the second major issue that I had was how are they still alive? Yeah, yeah. that's well, true. I didn't think about that. Taken, like I said, five to ten bites each, scratches each. Yeah, those They've aren't little lost. alligators. Like No, they're easily, I don't know, eight, ten foot, twelve foot alligators. Like, the dad doesn't boys. have an arm. Like, you would bleed out. Like, even if he, that's the thing, like, where I'm saying, like, even if he gets on that helicopter, realistically, like, someone's on a beach and gets bit by a shark and they rush them to the hospital in, like, ten minutes, most likely those people die from blood loss. Like, yeah, even, yeah, you, you wrap the belt around his arm, but. That's like, not going to stop the You're not getting to the hospital 100%. if you even make it through the storm, like. Uh, he really doesn't in real life doesn't have a, a good chance there, but like he was still battling, pulling through. Like his bone was sticking through his leg. Like yeah, she got so... bit in the leg and she's kicking over. Like yeah, that, that that's something too. Like I could suspend some disbelief, but um, just having having some of those those damaged battle wounds that they took, like that, that'd be pretty rough to come back from. Yeah, the 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 main one that did it for me one was definitely. The arm, that that you know that kind of got to me. Yeah, the one, um, the one where where she, that with the dad, but then her as well when she had the gun and was shooting it from the inside, like that latched onto her arm there, like that's not letting go. Yeah, you know it, it's it's that's how alligators are. They they don't just bite in like it's not like a shark. They don't bite just to taste it just to see if they can. Well, they got that locking mechanism can, too, like the yeah. jaw locks. And I'm not 100, percent but I think even though she did kill it, like it wouldn't release its jaw. Yeah. I'm not a scientist, uh, Bug. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not a zoologist. I don't know that much about alligators or. Alright, so what's your next one? Uh, my final point, um, that is bad is I don't know a lot about alligators, but I do know, um, why were they, why were they attacking humans like that so freely, just like, you know. Yeah, I mean, it might be a territorial thing. Yeah, the only thing that I could think of is when 
when she found the gun and she was sitting on the egg's nest like that i can understand yeah that's like right in their their area but, but when they were in the crawl space and looking at the people robbing the convenience store next by and their next next door pretty much why were they attacking them out there they're not at all they're probably 50 feet away from uh from the eggs they're not yeah, they're i mean not maybe i mean them. they were splashing yeah. around like maybe they just saw it as like easy food and then uh, you are in the water that is their territory at that point so true um the only thing that i found here let me see the only thing i'd like to just during my alligator fact hunt um well, actually, two. The first one, just real quick. Uh, baby alligator sex is determined by the nest temperature. I, I didn't know that, and I think that's crazy. That's pretty wild, actually. I guess, um, well, I mean, technically, they're still developing in the egg there, so maybe that makes true. sense. Um, hey, who would have thought you were coming to this review? You're going to get some alligator knowledge. Welcome to the show. Uh, let's see, where is it? Oh, uh, fact 13 on, uh, I don't want to say the website. It doesn't, it doesn't seem very credible, but I'm going to read you the fact anyways. Uh, alligators don't harm or don't want to hurt humans. Um, now it says here, it's a common question to fear. Uh, many people. You want me to hit you with some anecdotal evidence though? Do it. So, uh, a friend that I had in college their relative um i don't know if it was i mean i don't know if it's an alligator but it was in africa so it might be like a crocodile whatever was down there um yeah something they were the the scientists something like that biologist um and they were down there testing different water levels and stuff uh i guess to see like the contaminated like if it's contaminated if it's good i don't know the exact reason they were testing like balances and stuff in this water level um and he was right along the, the the shoreline there and he went with like the testing to test it um and this was this was this this person's like second cousin or whatever like that but they they yeah. went to test it the huge gator came out of the water snatched him up drug him under the water they never saw him again wow which would suck like for like his family and stuff but i think personally that'd be like the most metal way to go out like you're at the funeral everyone's crying like how did how did how did steve go out like oh he got eaten by a motherfucking alligator them, them gators got him again them goddamn gators <laughs> so um but yeah that, that that just you know a little little recap yeah, there a little thing there um I, I you know like i said um, I didn't like the ending that much. It was good, but it wasn't what I prefer. Yeah, I would have liked a little bit more um, from the ending. Uh, the the damage to, I don't know, adrenaline, whatever ratio. I, I don't know. They, they took There's a, lot a of thing damage. with adrenaline stuff like that, but eventually your body goes into shock. It can only take so much. Like the dude yeah. lost a lot of blood. So much blood, you know, and, and it's, I don't know. So that that was my second bad and my third bad of course was the gators um reasoning for attacking humans that have you know that were just around them you know um i mean crashing through the staircase to the crawl space 
um yeah i, I like what you said i didn't really think about that too much then but it does make more sense in the crawl space it makes sense because they're right up in the nest yeah but, but but the guys outside uh the cops that come on the boat you know it's just yeah. that stuff is kind of like really like eh, that doesn't really it doesn't really do it for me you know all right so on to our last portion of the review um basically we'll give our final score and then um who would like this movie because even if a movie's bad if it's good there's i mean that's all subjective um but or would it be objective i don't know whatever one it's all your it's it's an opinion like different people are gonna like different things that's just human nature um but we'd like to to kind of think of like who would this movie be geared toward who would have a good time with the movie um so my final score um i'd give it a seven out of ten solid film um Definitely has flaws, uh, but the good definitely outweighs the bad. Um, what would your score be, Book? Um, like I said, I expected it to be uh, bad and cheesy from from the second I walked into the theater and watched the previews, honestly. But um, it was an enjoyable movie, so I'd say about six, maybe a seven. Um, it, it was it was good. It was very entertaining. It, it kept you in the movie, which if you can do that, um, I I already think you're you start off at a five out of ten. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, well, that's I very, like I like your way of looking at what you're saying before. Like you, you come in and your first assessment is is this watchable? And your anything else is is icing on the cake. Does anything else in the movie elevate it to enjoyable? And then mm-hmm. I would imagine like if it's anything beyond that it elevates it's a great masterpiece things yeah. like that but I, I like that way of looking at it yeah exactly so um i i, I i'm gonna sit at six out of ten um it was good it was enjoyable um it, some things got to me like i previously stated but above all I'd, I'd say it's above average movie slightly above average movie um especially in terms of the, the horror category just because but yeah, there's a ton of bad ones out there. This yeah. one is, is definitely worth worth watching. Um, yeah, you, I, you I don't definitely... go and see it in the theaters. It, it, if it comes to Netflix, Hulu, some type of streaming, you're out at Redbox. I definitely, um, I definitely say give this one a watch. It, it, it's a solid. Um, but yeah. that would lead us to the to the next point there. Who who would you recommend this to? Um, uh, any type of horror fan. Um, particularly if you're a fan of uh, creature features, um, even unique horror concepts, things like that, I would recommend it to that person. Even people that aren't big horror people, because this movie's not super scary. Uh, there are some jump scares, but you don't really feel cheated by them. It's not like, what's one we went and saw, The Nun? That that, that was just yeah. jump scares for jump scares. Like You yeah. don't feel cheated. Like So you... You go into certain movies and they'll do a jump scare and it's always I don't know why it's like a horror movie trope but it's like you think it's the killer and then it's a, a cat jumps out they always do a cat because yeah. cats are assholes you know that bug uh, yeah I, I don't agree with that statement but okay <laughs> um I would probably recommend this uh, even, it's hard to say just, even non horror fans if it's <clears throat> someone that you know is not big into horror but it's just an enjoyable time because there's something there. For, for everyone like if you like dramas 
things like that the that relationship between the father and the daughter like that's mm-hmm. that's not the hooky end i yeah. think that's really what the film like the linchpin of the film what the the film hinges on and they really knock that out of the park so even if someone's not really big into horror um they they can get behind that relationship yeah the 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 best way that I can that can uh, um, assess who would, who should watch this is I would actually probably recommend it if you had a small group of friends over and you want to watch a horror movie. You know, something it has some jump scares, not a whole lot, enough to freak people out, enough that you can make fun of them. You know, um, definitely uh, it definitely has a you know has a feel for it. Like if you watch with friends, you're gonna be like holy shit what's going on how do I, how do they yeah. do this how do they get out of there and it's not it's, it's not anything too too bleak or too yeah too like you can you can have it on and people can can be talking and getting drinks mm-hmm. and things like that like yeah that's that, that's good i like that um, yeah so and the important part is the dog doesn't die i, I know and we forgot to to say that in the spoilers because if the dog dies i would say this movie's a zero out of ten don't ever fucking watch it <laughs> yeah yeah don't watch movies where a dog no, dies seven out of ten what did you give it out of ten six out of ten six out of ten how's that above average book that's a d <laughs> well if you're going from the abc scale i'll give it a c and that would be a seven out of ten which is above average but i'm not giving it a c because because i'm not I don't, I don't, I don't think it was worthy of a seven or or six or above. You okay. know, yeah, nothing wrong with that. I just, I thought I, I never heard your score before, and I was like, oh, when you said above average, like, oh, Boog's actually probably gonna rate it higher than me, but it's a fair no, score. I, I, definitely it, worth, definitely worth a watch. Check this one out. Five being average, slightly above average. You got a six. All right, so we've been rambling. So let's let's hit these uh little news items um and wrap this. Wrap this up here. Um, we got what four news stories here, book. Yeah, looks looks like it. All right, you wanna you wanna hit the first one there. Um, we'll we'll talk about some news, some things that have been going on in the uh, horror scene this past week, and uh, just weigh in on on some of our thoughts because I guess that's so what the, we I guess that's what we do now, book. <laughs> so, so the first one, the title is Adam Sandler assembles huge cast. For new Halloween movie, um, is this is this like you know a classic Halloween movie? What's what's going on with Adam it's, Sandler? I guess it's from the article. It's oh, like Halloween a themed movie. movie. Yeah. Okay. So if you're looking at this list here, there is some. Uh, so we all can admit Adam Sandler's been he's been made some less than great movies in the past probably like decade or so. Like it's still I'll still throw it on. It's Adam Sandler. Like. Mm-hmm. He'll throw it on, but he's made some stinkers, man. But th- this cast seems pretty pretty wild for this one. Um, so it looks like Maya Rudolph, Keenan Thompson, Kevin James, uh, Julie Bowen, Ray Liotta, Steve Buscemi, Rob Schneider, Michael Chiklis, Shaquille O'Neal. Oh boy, uh, the list goes on. But a bunch of people. Meadows, yeah. Um. Wait, Tim Meadows is going to Okay. Yeah, Tim Meadows, Colin Quinn, June Squibb, and Karen. The most important Lard. part is Shaq's in it. Yeah, you know instantly that Shaq's probably going to be, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. 
Shaq, Shaq usually has some funny scenes in anything he does because he's Shaq and he writes it that way. So, um, but yeah, uh, unfortunately, a Halloween themed movie. Yeah, I, that, I guess they give us a little sound. synopsis. The film will follows Hobie Dubois. So Adam Sandler's character's name is going to be Hobie Dubois. Hobie, hubby, I don't even know. I might be out on this one just on his name alone. H U B I E is Hubie, hubby, and then Doobies, Dubois. I just, it might be Doobies. I know it's like the, is that in Dubois? Is that in Ohio? Like a city in Ohio, Dubois? I don't know. There goes some Duke boys again. Anyway, so a man who is mocked by kids and adults alike in his hometown of Salem, Massachusetts. Uh, despite his deep love for the town and its legendary Halloween celebration, when something really, when something is really going deep, what? When something really is going bump in the night with this year's celebration, it's up to Hubie, Hubby, whatever the fuck his name is, to save Halloween. That kind of turns me off right there. Yeah, that's. It says it says about... when, and then it goes. It quotes something really is going. Oh, I got an ad. What the hell? Something really is going bump in the night that's a quote i don't know if that's like adam sandler quoting that or if that's a quote that they're going to put in the movie or you know that kind of that kind of makes me a little uh weird yeah, maybe this is this is one i'll wait and see like i mean it's on netflix they're not really spending any additional money to see it but yeah during halloween like i usually have my my movies i'm I'm already got down. Like I bust out the the Halloween box set, so there's usually just uh, Michael Myers on the screen there for most of Halloween. You catch the AMC Fear Fest, like mm-hmm. there's always something. So I don't know. There's a little extra time, and, and maybe get some good buzz, or or maybe I'll make you review a book because I'm like that. I'm running the show. <laughs> Uh, I don't get paid for that that much to do it, so. Oh, I never said I was gonna pay you. That's my point. <laughs> uh, so it looks like there's actually uh, two cast members from the Saturday Night Live crew, um, not including, of course, Adam Sandler and them. Um, well, there's some. There was more than that. Like Colin yeah, Quinn was yeah. on there. He was an old one. I Rudolph was on there in like late '90s, well, early 2000s. Keenan Thompson's so- still on there. So I'm assuming this is uh, this is current day Saturday Night Live. That's not including Keenan Thompson. Is Mikey Day and Melissa uh, uh, Villasanor? Villasanor. Um, but what really interests me is there's actually a few cast members from Stranger Things that are going to be in it. Um, Noah Schnapp is uh, who plays Mike. Uh, Kim Whitley. Lavelle Crawford, Best, Bestie, Best, Betsy Sidero, George Wallace, and Blake Clark. They're all in Stranger um, Things? Yeah, they're all cast members from uh, Stranger Things. I was going to add this on here, but it's such a little snippet, and everyone already knows this was going to happen. Um, but they did announce earlier this week that... It might have been the end of last week, too, that they are going to film a season four here for Stranger Things, and that this one actually might just be the last, like, so it's going to wrap everything up. Okay, okay. All right, so we're done talking about the Adam Sandler movie. It's... Yeah, it's... it's... <laughs> yeah. 
All right, so into some uh, good horror news here. Um, so out of San Diego Comic-Con, we got a little teaser, which I don't know if you've seen it yet. I know we talked about it, but the teaser gave you just enough. It was scenes from the end of the last one, but uh, officially confirmed that um, we're, not, we're not getting just one, but two Halloweens coming up, sequels. Um, first will be out October 2020, 16th there. Uh, it will be titled Halloween Kills, which some people don't like the title. I think it's awesome. It's like a real grindhouse like throwback. It's like um, Machete Kills. Yeah, too. I love the Machete. Mach- machete. Excuse me, Machete. Machete. And uh, the follow-up the following year on the 15th will be Halloween Ends, which another fan backlash like oh i can't believe they're ending it or other people are like thank god it's ending and to those people i say shut the fuck up like first off we know if it makes money it's not over like how many horror franchises like you got friday the 13th the final chapter like the final friday jason goes to hell wow the nightmare on elm street freddy's dead like they never really are gone if they make money they're like Michael Myers, Jason, Freddy, they're like the modern day like Dracula, Frankenstein. Like if, if they're always gonna be around if they're they're part of like her culture now. They're just the, imagine the, it's it's the whole actually overall theme of the Halloween series. You can't kill the boogeyman. But don't worry about it. I mean the the big thing is what I take from that title, Halloween Ends, is that um it's the end of the arc with Lori Strode. So like this this inter- interests me because it could set up moving forward like Michael Myers isn't tied to that anymore. He can go anywhere. He can he can do anything. He is the boogeyman. Like that's makes it even scarier. Like Yeah, just just picture it just picture it like uh like Disney right now with all their live action movies. Not a lot of people are going to want to see Aladdin live action, Lion King live action, but Disney's doing it because they're going to make loads of money with it. So it says Halloween ends. There's a way they're going to bring them back somehow. You know, yeah, if it's, it makes money, which it will, it's it's going to be back. Yeah. Um. But so the the big the po- real positive news because I know we went and saw. Were you with us? You were with us when we saw the last the Halloween that came out in 2018. Yeah, um, yeah, I was with you, you and uh, my brother. Generally, I think we all liked it. There was some definite issues with it, but it was uh, like the the real positives. It was really well produced. You could tell that the writers, the directors, actually cared about the source material. It looked phenomenal. There was obviously mm-hmm. some issues with it, but like, it's it was good groundwork. So I have real high hopes with it, and, and the good news being that uh, the director David Gordon Green's back. Um, writers. Uh, Danny McBride, Scott Teams, they're back um, uh, working on the script and they said John Carpenter's back they didn't say if he was doing the score, I imagine he would because his score in that last one was phenomenal the the music when he was stalking her granddaughter it's if, if you go on YouTube and, and pull it up, it's called um, uh, what was it uh, um the shape stocks Allison was awesome. Like that was that one that had the guitar, like, like it was, he did a phenomenal job. And, and I thought that was probably the strongest part 
of that movie. So even having him back in any capacity, hopefully with the score, would be awesome. So I am definitely psyched for those two movies. Uh, it just sucks that we have to wait over a year. It was like 400 days for for the yeah. next one, but it's definitely October 16th, 2020 is when Halloween Kills is supposed to be released. And then, and then a whole another year, October fifteenth, two thousand twenty-one, is when Halloween Ends is supposed to be released. So yeah, it, it's yeah, it's a little it's bit ways it's not away. too yeah, that's like not like crazy far away if you think about it. It'll be here before you know it, but it's it's just good yeah. to know that they got their shit together and and I I think they'll do the they'll do Michael Myers justice. So that's always good. Yeah. All right, you can take this next one because I know how much you're passionate about the show. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. So the next one is one of my favorite shows. Um, I personally am very interested in anything that has to do with the paranormal uh, world or you know views, I guess you can say. Um, so the next one we're going to discuss here is a mini series. It's a new mini series. Uh, Ghost Adventures Serial Killer Spirits. Um, it's supposed to be coming to the Travel Channel this October. Um, and for those of you, which is pretty much everybody that's never seen Boog, um, he looks pretty much spot on, like Jack Baggins. I don't have the hair. My hair's not black. It's more like a like a dirty. Uh, I would say dirty he doesn't shower. He doesn't shower. It's more brown. It's just, more. It's like dirt. a white brown. Um, I do have Dude big, Brown. big framed glasses. I do wear glasses. Um, I don't wear glasses for the same reason why Zach. And he's, and he's always fake. He's glasses. always fake scared too. Like, whoa, what the hell was that? That was yeah. he, that's you and Zach. Though. Yeah, hundred percent. That that's that's fake scare right there. Fake fake scare me. It's oh, whoa, whoa, what's going on, guys? But I'm actually terrified. Um, but I'm actually really looking forward to this. This sounds great in my opinion um you never told anybody what it was <laughs> it's a it's a mini series of with the with the uh the host and, and the other actor i guess we wouldn't say actors would you say actors just the crew Associ yeah, associates crew, crew, crew of of uh zach baggins here so let me see here So they were actually at Comic Con when they released this. Um, Comic or Zach Baggins once said that he wanted to do a mini series, and at the I guess it's the San Diego Comic Con right now that's going on. Um, he actually released and said they are going to do this mini series here. Um, let me see. I'm trying to find a little uh, little recap or a little little something that's going on. All right. So basically, I'll take this. You're struggling here, book. Yeah, I'm, I knew I couldn't I trust you to read. You started so strong, you just fell apart. I'm trying um, to, but basically, he's going to go to four different um, serial killers, like locations that were strongly associated with them. Um, and their their main focus of the series is try to see if like negative energy either p played a factor into their their killing spree, or if if them being in that place so long left like a negative trail of energy behind. Um, I personally think it's just playing up on how popular serial killers are in our like modern society. Like they're just 
huge you go on all the podcasts like oh true crime this and that and like you know what I, I, I i'm not gonna lie i'm not hating on people like I, that stuff is interesting um but i just think that's the main reason for doing that and you know how i feel about the ghost of ventures like i'm not not that i don't find it any entertaining but it's so like so so fake like so bad but at the same time it's it's entertaining so you have to to give them that like that's you what gonna marvel at it yeah that's what people tune in for in the long run so if you can be entertaining more power to you and if that's something you're into and you like go for it so just a quick uh some some locations that they've uh said that they're going to be investigating um one of them is the killer clown john wayne gacy's prison cell uh, let's see what else here. H.H. Holmes, Murder House, The Squirrel Cage, Jail. Uh, let's see. Actually, they only listed those two. Two examples of of areas that they are going to investigate or not investigate. Uh, locations that they're going to be, I guess, investigating during this uh, this mini-series here. Cool beans. I might cut that whole segment out, Bug. Yeah, it does pay all they're, all they're calling it is serial killer spirits. I could go for a bowl of cereal right now. All right, last oh, one will wrap up. We uh, all I we're, got we're dragging on here. We're dragging on here. Uh, but the last one, also out of San Diego Comic Con, um, the next Doctor Strange film was announced: Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Um, and they're reporting that this will be the first Marvel Cinematic Universe horror film. Um, so this one will come out first, but another one that was, was announced alongside it was the Blade film. Um, so it seems that Disney Marvel's taking notice that the horror genre is kicking ass right now. Um, and definitely... Your brother's favorite comic book character is Doctor Strange, and and he can attest to it that he there's definitely a lot of horror, dark arts, like even as far as like satanic imagery that goes along with Doctor Strange. So if they actually are gonna dip in towards a horror movie, they could actually do something pretty cool with this. So definitely exciting. I mean, you know as well as I do how well. Um, Marvel produces their films, and they always, they always, they always try to put a quality product out there, and, and they've been incredibly successful. Like the, the last Avengers movie is the highest grossing movie of all time. So I mean, it's pretty exciting. Um, and I, I mean, we'll definitely be going to see this in theaters. So definitely something I'm excited to check out. I'm not the biggest Doctor Strange guy. Um, but Benedict Cumberbatch, he he does an excellent job as Doctor Strange, so I have high hopes for this one. Also, the whole the multiverse concepts of it too, like I think that'd be pretty cool if they're going into different like versions of characters and you see stuff like that. Like that would be pretty wild. Like the one that would would get me pumped is if they dip into the Marvel Zombies universe. That would be pretty. I don't know if they'll go that far with it, but if they do the the multiverse and they continue the series um, with you know other other superheroes, I think that would be actually really entertaining, and you can go a distance for sure with something like that. Um, 
for some reason the only thing I can think of with this uh with this story here um you know being the first MCU horror film all I think of is uh, from the office uh Mama Voodoo Juju so I don't know why that that's the first thing that came to my head but um yeah you know it's it's definitely going to be uh exciting it's going to be interesting um Doctor Strange if he becomes a sorcerer superior or whatever it is, yeah. Sorcerer Your brother's Supreme. gonna kill you. I know, Sorcerer <laughs> Supreme. Um, it's definitely gonna be a very entertaining uh, film. There's gonna be a lot of twists and and turns with it, and, and it's gonna be something I, I, I'm probably gonna recommend to watch in the theater. Um, now, a question for you, John, is: Do you think it's gonna be a jump scare movie, like know. like that, or? Because I was thinking... Honestly, when they say that, I feel like it'll just have light horror elements to it. I don't think it's going to be anything I don't think it's going to have, like, some jump scares? I don't think so. See, the, the, I'm surprised by the title being the first horror film. Because uh, I can see them actually consider The Last Spider-Man the first horror film. Because for me, that was more like psychological horror uh, you know? i guess yeah there was like a little bit of like zombie iron but yeah. like i guess this one has more horror themes like that was just mysterio whatever don't Being you don't want to spoil it for people that haven't seen it but i i could see that a little bit but yeah this is definitely probably be more the themes overall like dealing with the mm-hmm. occult and things like that but yeah i could see that yeah so all right that's been the news Instead of us dragging on forever. That's how we're going to end the news. That's been the news. And the news has been delivered. <laughs> oh, I like that one. That's a good catchphrase. Maybe we'll work that one in. Yeah, I'll work it. Maybe I'll give an accent. The news has been delivered. All right, other than that, you got anything else? Uh, any last, last things? Last little bit here? Anything on your mind? Uh, real quick, in the Marvel Universe, if they do that multiverse... Uh, theme with the movies upcoming Um, one thing that I'm very looking forward to if it actually is done and and is uh, produced um, if they do the next Spider-Man movie multiverse uh, with Miles Morales I'm really hoping that Caleb McLaughlin becomes Miles Morales he's the kid from uh, Stranger Things I actually think he could do a pretty decent job at playing him um, he's on the record for saying he wants to portray that character in upcoming films. Um, but so far, there's no official word if he's going to be in a movie, in a Was Marvel he the one film. that voiced him in the, into the Spider-Verse? I don't think so. That's actually a great question. Let's see. Ah, this is Dragon on Book. That's for another time and another day. Yeah, fair enough. But uh, other than that, I think that I think that's it for us. Um Hopefully we weren't uh, terrible, but if we were, fuck you. I don't care. No, for real. But uh... <laughs> just, just let us know. This is yeah, our first know. one. That's the, gotta, I guess that would be a good one. If if you have any comments, questions, anything like that, um, shoot us an email at huntershorrorvision at gmail.com. Um, I would like to have just called it Horror Vision, but someone else had that already. So just to be conceited, Hunter's Horror Vision. Yeah. Um, but other than that, thank you for uh, giving us a listen. If you made it this far, we must not have been that bad. That's a fair assessment. All right. Well, that's it.
Good night, everybody. Good night. Thank you for tuning in your earlobes. Shut up, shut up, bug. Goodbye. Shut, shut your mouth.